0: What's
1: wrong with you people?
0: How do y'all feel
1: this morning? Why do you always make me define what you meant? What that's how I feel. How, 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 how dare you? I don't know why you're clapping, I'm talking about you. How dare you! Make war! Go to the manual! How dare you! What do you got for me? like an adult, but I'm not going to answer the question until you ask it correctly. Welcome to the Reformatory, the podcast where we well, we really don't know what we're doing day to day, but we do it, <laughs> and you listen, and you will like it.
0: <laughs> uh, you are Daniel Corey, <laughs> oh, yeah, I am pastor of Kings Cross Church in Kirkland, Washington, and, and I am Josh
1: Loftus. Yes. Member slash ad hoc security guard at right. said church in Kirkland, Washington. That's What's it.
0: Up, man? Yeah. I'm doing good, man. I'm doing <laughs> good. Hey Daniel, happy, uh, happy national crouton day.
1: You know, I love croutons. So not, legit. not the ones that like break your tooth because they're so hard, but no, like, those the, are dumb. The big deep fat fried ones at, Outback Steakhouse. Yes. Yes.
0: Yes. So croutons. So yeah, I mean, you can't have a salad without croutons. I think like I've been to some restaurants where they serve you salad and then there's like two croutons on top. It's more like a garnish. No, 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 Croutons are part of the salad. Yeah. Like there, yeah. Needs, there needs to be equal part croutons meat cheese ratio to the green things that are in yes. there.
1: Yes. I... I The green things are just a, like a mule that carries the croutons.
0: Yeah. So, so funny story. (laughs) Look at that. We're we're talking, quarantine has affected us greatly. We're sitting here talking about croutons. (laughs) So, so legit, legit uh, story. When I was, I was probably in elementary school, like my parents would get the like cheese and garlic croutons, you know, the ones that like have Mm. all the salt on the bottom. Uh, I would just go yeah. into the pantry and eat croutons, not, not even lying. Like it was, they were like
1: chips. This, this was in high school, you said?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Senior year. <laughs> I was so done. <laughs> so, uh, I, hey, you know what? Off the bat, I really want to apologize for the audio. Daniel is out and about. He's out, out and about. he's out chilling uh, and he's, uh, I, you got those, those headphones in. So he's do, not man. he's not with his normal mic. we kinda got a late start uh on our recording this week. It's been a long week, Daniel. I don't know about you, it man has. um yeah. but I'm looking forward to this week being over
1: um, I'm looking forward to this whole season being over, but uh you know what there's no it, um
0: yeah, no projected sign no
1: i I am thankful that the Heidelberg encourages me yep. that um all things. Are walking according to God's providence, yeah. And to such a degree that neither leaf nor blade nor health nor sickness can confound God's providence. So, yeah. Keep reminding myself that when my inner libertarian is raging. Yep. <laughs>
0: That's right. That's right. So. Yeah. You know, it was funny. I was just talking to a friend, uh, and we were talking. I actually, so le- legitimately, I don't like politics. I really don't like talking about politics.
1: You love um, politics. No,
0: no, no, I, I do not. <laughs> you missed the knot. Uh, and ah. I had a friend like talking to me and he was like, so like why, like, like where, like, why don't you enjoy talking about like, you know, the libertarian side of things? And I said, okay, okay, here's, here's why. I'm going to give you the reason why, one of the main reasons why I don't like talking about politics. You know, that scene in the first Avengers, when Mark Ruffalo, uh, Bruce Banner, the guy that plays the Hulk, and Tony Stark are on the ship. And Tony is, like, jabbing Bruce Banner with, like, a cattle prod, like, trying to see if he can get a reaction, trying to see if he can get the Hulk out, right? That's what happens when I talk about politics, (laughs) is that if I go too far, I will Hulk out. And it's not profitable for anyone. It's not enjoyable for anyone. I end up looking like an idiot and a cage stage libertarian. (laughs) And nobody is leaving that conversation um, having profited anything.
1: And and then I'd have to come in like Tony Stark and be like, I'm calling in Eleanor or whatever they yeah, call it. the Hulk suit that he had to put yes, in. Be like the I Buster. Deal
0: with you, Buster, yeah, the Hulk <laughs> Buster. But see, the thing is, it's like you're the one that gets me to Hulk out, and then you have to deal with the aftermath. Is the yes. thing? Be like, Josh, so Josh, true. just just settle down. <laughs> so yeah, I'm trying to keep my thoughts very gospel centered, very theologically oriented, um, grace filled. Because if I start thinking at all about things like, oh, I don't know, freedom. (laughs) The Constitution. I'm going to get a little dirty.
1: (laughs) Frogs drinking the wrong kind of water.
0: (laughs) Okay, dude, speaking of Alex Jones, did you see that video going around talking about how he is prepared, if he has to, to to eat his neighbors? (laughs) Did you what? see this? No. So our mutual friend Jack sent me this video and it's legit Alex Jones talking about it. he's like, he's like he's like, you know, I have to get to a point where where I look at those neighbors and I have to ask myself, could I do it? Could I do it? And you know what? The answer is yes. Could I string him up? Could I string him up and, and eat on him for a month? Yes, I could. You have to ask yourself the same question.
1: And I'm like, what? Uh, what? What? That's worse what? than the frogs. What's going on here? oh my goodness
0: oh dude Dude, what if what if we are the alex jones of reform podcasts
1: uh i don't know if it's a what if but a to what degree are we (laughs) (laughs) that's fair yeah no no the the alex jones that's like pulpit and pen and stuff man like it is it is but um way out there yeah, it's, uh, I, just, I just filmed, uh, you've seen those little cutesy videos that we've been doing uh, at the church for just kind of yeah. trying to do some more fire saddy chats. And um, the one that's dropping this afternoon is on conspira- conspiracy theories. Oh, man. And um, I think you're going to like it. Okay. I talk about um, the grassy knoll. I talk oh, about um, right. uh, the moon landings or lack thereof. And
0: um, do you talk about yeah, Area 51?
1: No, I should have. So Chan was filming when I didn't think he was. um, Oh,
0: okay. You got some good bloopers?
1: Oh, he? He he
0: caught like what you actually think,
1: right? And then he he, he, like like edited it out. He did. You're going to love it. (laughs) But the whole thing was, it kind of, you and I had a conversation about this last week, I think, where you were lovingly uh, challenging me on uh, things that should or should not be published on Facebook, and um, <laughs> you're you're rolling the curtain back, aren't you? You're getting vulnerable yeah, here. Yeah. All right, yeah. all right. And all so, right. <laughs> no, I did some I did some more deeper thinking on it, and um, I just took a video to say, "Hey, Christians, let's be careful. Like, let's not roll over and be stupid. But let's right. just be careful because we're unwittingly undermining our gospel witness in the public square when we publish things that are patently." false
0: yeah yeah
1: you know so i'm not saying like follow the government and do whatever it says no but i'm no. also saying like not everything is a conspiracy theory right not everything is a nefarious plot so let's let's be careful because then when we talk about christ heaven hell sin they would be like oh it's like another tin foil hat
0: that's right and that's right like, he's talking oh. about he's
1: talking about the devil again yeah and yeah. so like let's let's try the people who are marked by truth so appreciate that conversation. I've been thinking about it for a couple weeks now. And
0: Hey, you know what? I'm, that's, I mean, we do it, we do it for each other, right? You, we've had many conversations with each other where it has, uh, it has gone the other way and it's, and it's good, man. Like, honestly, real talk. That is, you need, you need friends who both you can challenge, but that also challenge you. And hopefully that challenge you more than you challenge.
1: <laughs> Dep- depends on the friend.
0: Depends on the friend. <laughs> and depends on what you're talking about.
1: Yes. Um, but dude, so. So, so that, that, we, that's a good segue right into what we want to talk about. Which yeah, is, yeah. That's one of the reasons why we need the church in our life is you're surrounded by people who love you. Yes. People who have their, their swords aimed in the other direction in your defense. Yep, but who from time to time have to lean over their shoulder and be like, "Hey, hey, uh, get back in line. Don't, don't be dumb.
0: <laughs> don't be dumb. Don't be dumb. Focus, so. focus on the enemy. Eyes, yeah, eyes front, eyes front. Yeah. But Daniel, so, so. like we've had we've had a rough couple months.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Haven't been able to meet uh, together. Been doing the online thing, which honestly, like you guys are doing a fantastic job. No. No, like you know it's not throwing any shade at the quality of what you guys are doing online church sucks
1: it's terrible it's well i would so argue it's not like, church but yeah, yeah sure online
0: right. quotations church right yeah um it's just it's horrible but dude we had dude last week last yeah. week baby we got to meet now it wasn't the same we we did it was not we did, we did we did like 1950 style drive-in church yeah it was legit <laughs> It was legit. Um, and we got to see our family. Yeah. Dude, we got to have like the Lord's Supper. We got to enjoy yeah. each other's company and we got to sing together, even though like everyone, like you couldn't quite hear each other. So, yeah. <laughs> so my, my the people in my car were definitely like trying to like singing along, but then like pausing to see where everyone else is. We got off crazy. Um, but But it was great. Like it was, it was janky, but it was awesome.
1: Loved it. Um,
0: It was so good.
1: Yeah. I was really encouraged with how many people came out. So we did a parking lot service. So those who are listening, we, um, we are doing everything we can to um, abide peacefully with our government. And uh, one of the things they've said is here in Washington is drive up services are uh, a OK. So we had our first one. It was the hottest day in spring, I think, on record. Yeah, It It was was 80 80 degrees. It was cooking. When we started the sermon. And um, I was so encouraged just to see the saints driving up, um, like – yelling out their windows to each, not at each other, but to one another.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Although I'm pretty sure somebody was yelling at me. I'm not sure who it was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, But (laughs) Uh,
1: that was my wife. She was a phantom voice. Oh, that's right. Yeah. She was telling me to be quiet. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But dude, it was, it was just uh, like, it, it gave you just like a little taste and a reminder like, okay, yes, this is what's normal. This is what we need. Um, cause you don't, you don't often, I mean, it's a cliche, but like, you don't really appreciate what you have until it's gone. No. Right. And I know for me, I can very easily find myself kind of getting into a rut of not getting to the point where I think that gathering together isn't important. I know it's important. I feel yeah. understand that, but I get into an emotional spot to where I don't crave it as much as I should.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what
0: I'm saying, and oh, yeah. and I'm already like just like I'm like oh man, is it Sunday yet? Is it Sunday yet? Like I want yeah. to see my people, man. Like I, mm-hmm. I need them.
1: Yeah, it was. Uh, I think that's been one of my fears is that we would not miss each other. I definitely think we don't miss each other like we should. Like all of us, our our affections need to come and they need to be informed by the scriptures, and our affections can get off from what is true. And so I was afraid that we wouldn't miss each other as much, but it was so good to see the saints, um, you know, talking to one another. And we did like, a like just the way our, our parking lot is formed is, it's like a giant horseshoe. And so I preached like right down in the middle of it. We uh, yeah. kind of jokingly called it the sermon in the round, yeah. which I know is a cultural reference to some kind of, singing or dancing thing and that the michael jackson song (laughs) billy jean jane
0: billy jean
1: yep yeah he talks about the round (laughs) in his in his song i don't know what it's about
0: yeah Um, (laughs) it's not what you did
1: yeah (laughs) no i have a memory though of this Catholic church would put on this weird spring fundraiser and they would have their priests dancing to raise money in very ignoble ways. Mm. And um, they were dancing to Billie Jean. I remember going like the irony that that is what priests are dancing. This is weird.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Some people just um, don't see what's right in front of their face. But so, so, so here's the thing though. Like I really, so what I was really hoping would happen didn't happen is I wanted, to see you standing out in the middle of everybody with like an amplifier hanging around like your waist or something. Or, like or I wanted like, it like right in front. T-
1: <laughs> like <laughs> who, who was the rapper at the huge clock? Like TikTok oh, or whatever yeah, his name yeah, was, yeah, 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 yeah. You uh, wanted that.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I like, I wanted it like right in front or right behind. And then you just having to literally like – Circle, like just like walk in circles the entire time as yeah. you're
1: preaching, so everyone can hear. <laughs> yeah, and that, that, that part of your hopes were dashed, but it um, is,
0: it is. It was fun. You know what? I didn't, dude, I didn't even see you. I was in the corner. All I heard, I heard, I heard, I heard the phantom voice.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, you were kind of out of sight. I could see Brent, uh yeah. but I couldn't quite see you, uh, except when you, um, Leaned out of your vehicle to take a picture, which makes us look super urban, by the way.
0: I know. Yeah. The picture that I posted makes us look like we're out street preaching. Uh, yeah. Dude, speaking of sp- street preaching. Yeah. Okay. Ray Comfort. No, not Ray Comfort. <laughs> no, I had, I had a thought. <laughs> I had a thought. And you and I have talked about this before. And I kind of want to put this out. Not. Yeah. I'm going to put this out to the listening audience. Um so there's this guy on YouTube that does these segments uh they're they're always done through a political uh lens just cuz that's that's the realm that he's in but he does these segments called change my mind where what mm-hmm. he'll do is he'll go to it's usually a college campus um because that like it or not that kind of is the battlefield right now against um what on you know on his front conservative ideals and definitely on our front uh, Christian Christian ideas yeah. the college campus is one of the most uh dangerous if you will, and against against christianity uh environments that there is um but he basically goes there, sets up shop, and he has like a question that he poses, like um abortion is murder, change my mind
1: so yeah, a statement you know yeah,
0: so yes, I guess that'd be a statement, wouldn't it? yeah, there's no question mark on the end, sure. I'm really tired. It's, been it's all right. All right. Um, I get what you're saying. But dude, we could do the down. same thing, dude. We could, we could get a reformatory podcast banner. Go to yeah. our local, uh, you know, like a local college campus, like uh, mm-hmm. UW. Uh, UW has, a, has a, like an extension campus in Bothell, right down the street. And mm-hmm. we could do the same thing, man. We could say, yeah. you know, something like Jesus is God. Change my mind. Sin is real. Change my mind. Daniel is a hipster. Change
1: my mind. No one would be able to change your mind. (laughs) I've tried. It's futile.
0: But what do you think about, about those types of like efforts to engage the culture? mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. I think that they're not just like a good idea, but that they are needful. Um, Mm. I think that, so that's actually like the one thing that really, caught my attention this Sunday was we were we're on the two busiest streets in North Kirkland we're right at a corner and uh, there's a stoplight so like as we were preaching or as I was preaching out there on Sunday like people kept like were stopping by staying down on our grass like listening one dude brought his whole like family out was videotaping it um, one car yelled something I don't think it was praise Jesus um, Probably not, but uh, it it, there was like an edge to the whole thing because we were out there preaching in in the public square and just made me realize like how necessary that is. The churches, um, well, I can only talk about our church. Other churches maybe have a thriving ministry that reaches their culture where they are preaching truth out there in the public square, but uh, we we really don't. And it just made me realize like the the need for us to be bold. And to, like, shamelessly declare these things to the culture. And again, not to be like, you know, sticking it to them, but to uh, proclaim truth to them and to engage them and to not, you know, we've, the church here in America has largely taken like a bunker mentality where it's just Mm -hmm. like hunker down, especially within reformed groups. We're we're the worst at this. Hunker down, believe what's you know, have solid doctrine, but don't engage the world around you. If unless they want to come on, to you,
0: unless you're on social media, then, then cage we take up,
1: yes, the heck out. Unsheath your keyboard.
0: It's very <laughs> follow me, boys. <laughs> Pull the keyboards out. It's time to go to war. Yeah, it's very, uh, it's very interesting how the boldness and the rudeness will leave uh, when it's a face-to-face interaction and you don't have the protection of your screen and keyboard.
1: Yeah. You're sitting in your mom's basement being a real warrior on your keyboard. And um, I think there's a place to be bold online. There's a place for it. I'm not saying we shouldn't be, but you shouldn't be bold online and then cowardly in public. Right. Right. So I don't know. It was it was it was really cool to talk to our folks. Our text was Psalm one fifteen, and talks about Christ is the King enthroned in the heavens, and He does whatever He pleases. And it was really so good. uh, Yeah. Oh, like it was. It was. It was like I don't know. The only word coming to my mind is like fun. But I know that's that's not the right word. But like it was awesome.
0: That's okay. Like it was
1: fun. It is
0: fun. It is. It is enjoyable. Like, to, like, like
1: Tell our folks, Christ is your king. And Christ he's is your the king. only king.
0: That is yeah, more, more than a
1: More than a libertarian, I'm a, what, what would you call it? A monarchist.
0: <laughs> That's right. You know what I mean? Like, I
1: think that <laughs> yep. I, I believe in a monarchy and Christ is the king. And we are to c- call all people to bow the knee to him. Yeah. And to serve him alone. And yep. to encourage our saints, like with the world listening, Saying, "Hey, the man cannot save you. Only right. God can save you." Yeah, well, and, and, he, dude, will. That,
0: and he will, and he will, and like, there's such. Here's the thing: like the I think what I what I forget, and I think what a lot of Christians forget too, is sharing your faith in public is a very scary thing. It's oh, something. Yeah. It's something that is uh, very intimidating. Because especially in the culture in which we live, we have a pretty good idea generally how the conversation is going to go, right? Sure. But what we forget, I think we forget two things. First, that the Holy Spirit is indwelling within us and empowers us to share the gospel to those around us. Yeah. We we forget that the Holy Spirit is there to strengthen, to comfort, and to give courage in times when we are frightened, and He mm-hmm. will do that. I know I have experienced oh, that yeah. firsthand, and I know that you probably experienced. Like I'm sure that that it crossed your mind as you knew you were going to be preaching in public, uh, right on the corner with people walking by. That this there is a potential for this to go very very badly at least in terms of uh social interactions right <laughs> mhm oh yeah um
1: yep yeah and and to be honest like just working my way up to it like through the week like there was this, there was like some real palpable fear sure of going like this, like this is this is this is way outside my comfort zone yeah this is way out from what we're used to But like morning of, again, this is, I, you know, I, I fear man as much as the next person does maybe more. Um, but like morning of, and like moments right before I was like giddy. Like I felt like a cage, like a horse in the, in the stalls ready to go run, uh, run the, the, the track in front of him. Like I was excited. I was pumped. Right. And, um, that, that, that's not boldness coming from me. That's, like what well, you said, the spirit encouraging, enlivening, um, strengthening, and next time I have a chance to do it, there'll be fear leading up to it. And I pray that in in the moments of and leading up to, it, there'll be you know courage again from from Him. But just really, oh, revealed how much we should be out in public, and um, even like your idea of going to the uh, universities. I love it. I, I'm I'm it's hard not to be filled with some remorse or some regret because we had the free chance, you know, for all the time up till now um, to do it. And now you can't go on campuses because they're all closed down, but when they open up and things are, you know, returning back to normal, I pray that we are out on the campuses or that we are on the street corner uh, in front of the abortion mill um, pleading, pleading with moms to, Treasure the life that's within them, and to um, not murder their child, and uh, and that there's hope in Christ, and the church can help, and that um, you know. So outside the mill, at the university campus, in the parks, when you're just at the parks with your kids, um, downtown, where where people are going to where people are, and preaching Christ boldly needs to be uh, a far bigger port portion of what the church does in society than it is
0: right right well and you know i think i think that is a great use of and a great way to be redeeming redeeming this time when we have so much time on our hands Uh, when everything's closed down is to be thinking of ways that we can become more effective once this thing's over uh, for the gospel. Um, And that doesn't mean that we just ignore any opportunities that come our way currently, but, but, but we have this time as a church where we've got an unusual amount of downtime where we can be preparing and we can be uh, you know, we can be brainstorming. We can be thinking up ways to reach out into our communities, the communities that we live in, for the sake of the gospel more effectively than we are now Um, Mm -hmm. because I know it's super easy and and I'm not judging anybody. I get it too. It's super easy to get tunnel vision. It's super easy to become very comfortable in the church that you're at. Um, And if your church has some outreach activities, that's fantastic. That's really, really awesome. I know for me, it's easy just to kind of see those as well. You know, that's what our church does and, and to kind of just be content with, with leaving it alone. Yeah. Um, but we have the commission given to us by Christ and it's an individual commission. Mm -hmm. It is to the church corporate, of course, but that church is made up of individual members and each member has been given the exact same battle plan by our savior to go out and preach the gospel and make disciples of all nations. Mm -hmm. And we have that promise from Christ uh, what is it, Matthew, Matthew uh, 10, right? Verse 20 or, or 19, when they deliver you over, do not be anxious uh, how you mm-hmm. are to speak or what you are to say for what you are to say will be given to you in that hour. For it is mm-hmm. not you who speak, but the spirit of your father speaking through you. Yeah, We have the words of life in the gospel, in the word of God. And we are given that promise and that power that those words will never return void, that they will always hit their mark, that the target will always be hit, and the purpose for which they have, by God, will always be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And that gives us boldness. That gives us confidence. Sure.
1: Um, it doesn't always mean that that person will be converted, but... No, it means that no, you'll no, be but sometimes the, the smell of life or the aroma of life, and sometimes the stench of death, and both are both in, in their own unique ways honor and glorify God,
0: right? Right, and I think that's something that a lot of people perhaps forget, and is that your job is not to convert the person, that is not yes. your responsibility.
1: Nor in the realm of what you're able
0: to do. Nor in the realm of what you're able to do. And I think a lot of people uh, have a, a tendency and a reluctancy, if you will, to share the gospel because they're afraid they're going to get it wrong. They're, they're afraid they're going to stumble over their words. They're afraid that that they're not going to be effective in sharing what they need to share. And what you need to understand, Christian, is that you are simply called to be faithful and to share the gospel to the best of your ability. and know that the results are up to God. He takes those words faithfully spoken and he applies them how he desires. Yeah. And that takes all of the pressure off of you to share the gospel. You can be free with the gospel because you know that your one job, share it, It. just share it. Yep. The results are up to God. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah, and that I think, I think that's boldness. what makes, yeah, that's why I think Calvinists should be the boldest of evangelists. Yes. It's cause we, because we know God has his, he has many elect in this city
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he will save them. Doesn't mean, yeah. so I think if, if you're a Calvinist and, and you're like, you know, sitting in your basement going like, well, God's going to convert them with a the tonight Well, that's a, that's a really flawed application of that truth. Um, it's not a license to be lazy, but it's a license to then go forth and speak boldly, knowing not, not cavalierly, not coldly, cold heartedly, but to plead with men and women uh, to be saved and to flee the wrath that is coming mm-hmm. and to find refuge in Christ and to know that God will do with it what he wills. And it doesn't depend to save a person. That power is in the gospel but God does use means and the means that he uses is faithful Christians preaching his gospel. Yeah. It doesn't mean you have to be ready for every objection. It doesn't mean you have to be the most, uh, you know, eloquent person. Moses, you know, that was his objection was I'm not very eloquent. Right. Moses, you think that if you think Israel will be freed because of your eloquence, uh, think again. Right. No, <laughs> um, no. But, also one of the one of the things again we you know keep circling around on this, but I think it's needed to be emphasized is that's one of the main reasons why we need our brothers and sisters in the church is to encourage one another and to spur up or spur one another on to faithfulness because um, we're prone to being discouraged, we're prone to being ashamed of the gospel, which is the power of God on salvation. Um, even even this last Sunday. Uh, one of the guys we, one of our deacons that we had on uh, helping park cars and stuff told me afterwards, he said he was just really nervous um, because, Mm -hmm. you know, the, you don't know if it's going to get weird, like weird stuff. And he said he was just kind of like stressing about that and worried about that and trying to think through in his head, like what, what, what will happen if, and one of the first, um, (laughs) church members we had show up actually was one of our, uh, deacons Ani Maribushi, Um, and he told the, the deacon, um, who was on parking lot duty, David, um, he just told, he just said something very simple. He's like, today's a good day. Yeah. Today's the Lord's day. Today's a good day. And yeah. David just told me, he's like, man, that did so much to encourage my heart. And to, he's like, I, I just stopped worrying after yeah. that, like that little bit of encouragement. One, from one faithful brother spoken to another. Of, yep. Hey, today's a good day. Yeah. That was, that, I was glad to hear that. That's cool.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, and look, when, when Christ sent his disciples out to proclaim the gospel, he sent them out in pairs. He yeah. sent them out together. He didn't send them alone.
1: No. Straight- no Lone Rangers.
0: There's no Lone Rangers. No. This, this Christian life is not meant to be done alone. Sharing the gospel, you don't have to do it alone.
1: No, in fact, you shouldn't
0: right like yeah. we have our brothers and sisters around us to encourage us and to fill the gaps where we lack. now again, it's, oh, yeah. it's, not, it's, not, it's not that it's up to our it's not, uh, it's not up to our eloquence, but you know, if you and I go out into the marketplace to share Christ, the Holy Spirit is going to use the specific gifts that it has equipped us with. In different ways Mm-mm. and we're going to connect with people in different ways because that's what the holy spirit does it uses the gifts the specific like there's no cookie cutter christians right Mm-mm. and there's it's so powerful uh it's one of the most incredible experiences that i've ever had sharing the gospel with somebody else uh with another christian oh yeah <laughs> It's, it's fantastic because you guys are on the same page and look how this, and watch how the spirit will, will meld your efforts, right? Will literally make you a unit Uh in sharing the gospel. So Daniel, I'm super excited. Um, I look forward to the opportunities that are ahead uh, Uh and just the vast amount of, 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 of opportunity that there is out there for you and I to, to do some good work, man. I'm really looking Mm -hmm. forward to seeing, uh, seeing kind of what, uh, what, what transpires in the next months. I'm looking forward to it.
1: For sure. And one of the things that I've tried to emphasize to myself and to others, I know it'll sound kind of trite, but I I genuinely don't mean it to be so. There's a lot of talk right now of, man, I just can't wait for things to be back to normal. And I get the sentiment and I feel it and I want it. But there's another sense in which I go. I don't want to go back to normal. Mm, I, like, I, I, I know. Exa- I, I know exactly
0: mean. what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't want to go back into the rut that I was in.
1: Yeah. Nope, I don't. Nope. If if the Lord uses this to drive the church out of the bunker and into the public square, I don't want to go back to the bunker. I don't want to go back oh, to normal. No,
0: no, no. I think I think we have we have seen. I think we've seen the battlefield. Like, like we've seen, like like Christ talk, talking about how the, the fields are ripe for harvest. Mm-hmm. I think we've seen it. We need to stop hanging oh, out. Yeah. Stop hanging out in the barn. The work is out there. <laughs> right? The yeah. work is out there.
1: Yep. Absolutely. I That's agree. it, man. I've got a, you, you gave me a questionnaire uh, from our listeners the other day. Yes, and, I did. Uh, I, thought I, I, I thought I would give you one.
0: You failed epically.
1: No, no, I oh, I did, yeah <laughs> But uh, I, I, I want to I poke your uh, cultural knowledge here, Josh oh, I'm going to poke and prod here Okay And um, this is going to kind of be on the fly But I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see how cultured you are Okay Yeah, so are, are you ready, sir? Prepare thyself
0: I am, I am a little scared, not going to lie But yes, I am, I am ready
1: Gird on your sweats like a man And answer me. Okay, all
0: right. My sweats are on.
1: (laughs) Are your your sweats girt, though?
0: My sweats are well. Yeah, I think if I girded up my sweats, I'd be a little
1: uncomfy. So I'm gonna leave them where they're at. Yeah, 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 that's fair. (laughs) If Jack Bauer and Chuck Norris were to engage in a mortal conflict, who would win, and why?
0: Oh my goodness gracious! They're both so amazing. Are we talking Chuck Norris now or Chuck Norris, like in his Walker, Texas Ranger prime?
1: Primes of both.
0: Primes of both. Oh my goodness, dude. I'm going to have to, I'm probably, I'm going to have to go with, uh, I'm going to have to go with Norris. You gotta go Norris. I gotta go Norris. I'm sorry. Yep. Jack Bauer, Jack Bauer is awesome, but I gotta go Norris.
1: Yeah. I mean, Jack Bauer after Norris would kill him, would like resuscitate himself, but then Norris would just kill him again. (laughs) <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> All right, name three movies that Dwayne the Rock Johnson has been the main character of.
0: The main character of
1: the main character of. Uh, don't so, define it too deeply. Like,
0: yeah, okay. Well, um, so Jumanji one and okay. two, he was a main character.
1: Is two out yet? yeah yeah right, I can you just get, out. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna count one of count
0: one of them. It. dang it okay uh, fast and furious okay um, and then um, 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 oh is that one that other one with Chris Rock um, oh shoot oh well he was the he he was the scorpion king oh Hercules Hercules oh duh okay there you go uh,
1: yes all right well you all right. I kinda of thought that would stump you. I kinda of, oh. kind of thought you'd get two.
0: Sorry, I was trying to think of the one where like where Dwayne Johnson he starts off like he's like a in high school he's like a little he's like a short little fat kid and he comes back yeah. and he's like FBI. I haven't seen the movie, I just saw the trailer, I thought it was fun.
1: Gotcha. But sorry, go ahead. Who is the greatest wrestler in the history of WWF?
0: WWF? Or
1: WWF.
0: Uh, so dude, like real talk. I never got into pro wrestling. Mm. i did i did real wrestling so pro wrestling was kind of an insult um <laughs> but if i'm gonna have to if i'm gonna go now you're testing my knowledge was hulk hogan wwf yeah he was i'm going hulk hogan man. hulkamania
1: <sighs> i just
0: just because i love him and i love his no no rocky
1: i i i think you're right on this one again man i i was hoping to stump you man like the Hulk. <laughs> Is the man
0: Hulk Hogan like his cameo in Rocky too? I die every time because he's the worst actor in the world. Uh, like 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 he makes Sylvester Stallone look like a like an, a great like a uh, an Oscar nominated actor, and that takes some work. <laughs> Dude,
1: that's that's well done. That's good. That's good work in that yeah, that's Good work. <laughs> What is your favorite Miley Cyrus song? I
0: don't have one. Let's see. I don't even know if I could name one. Uh, Miley Cyrus. No, 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 I can uh, um, 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 uh Wrecking Ball. Wrecking Ball. Like, isn't that a Miley? That's a Miley Cyrus
1: song, right? Do you know any other Miley Cyrus song?
0: Doesn't she have the one that kind of, like, made her famous? Something about, like... Like a part party
1: in the USA, yeah, sing part of it. Do you, do you know it? Do you, can you party sing? Party in the U.S. I don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> I just named you two. Come on! <laughs> it. That, all right, I'll give you points. You're like four for four right now. dude. <laughs> well done. You are a, a culturally savvy okay. Real, man. real,
0: real talk question here. How many of these did you think up beforehand versus are literally thinking up on the fly right now?
1: All of them. I'm thinking up on the fly I thought, right I now. Thought, I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness right, would you expect anything else from me
0: no 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 honestly the amount of uh, show prep is, is consistent i I'm, I'd, yeah. be, I'd be i'd be a little <laughs> <laughs> i'd be a little shocked if there was anything more than this
1: what is the uh, the quintessential daily attire of a fundamentalist homeschool person
0: oh this is easy this is very well <laughs> whatever their dad's wearing <laughs> but if if not um it's going to be a button up t-shirt button up so it's going to be a short sleeve dress shirt usually plaid, yeah. buttoned yeah. all the way up all the way to 12 o'clock tucked in to jeans with a threaded belt that is hiked above the navel so that you've got a good three inches of gap on -hmm. the bottom but um, between uh, the end of the the bottom of the the jeans and the shoes. Um, You've got tube socks pulled all the way up, normally with uh,
1: sandals. Could not improve upon it myself.
0: <laughs> it, it, the, the threaded belt really does kind of uh,
1: the two. The difference between that would be a, for a young man. For a young lady, would be a jean jumper. It'd yeah, be a jean jumper. It. You got it. You got, it. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, got yeah, yeah, it. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> uh, And like, like, like they, if they're dolls, they like come with accessories. Like for the girls, they get like a crochet kit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: for, for for the, for the, for, the for the young
1: boy, it's a homemade bow and arrow it's a- with failing <laughs> <saline> flying. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you That's did exactly it! You right. did it like I did. You know it.
0: We all did it, baby.
1: Yeah. Couldn't figure out why that thing never worked. Oh,
0: uh, it didn't work. I couldn't kill anything with that thing, man.
1: <laughs> what is the worst, like nineteen? I think it's eighties. Like Maranatha esque worship song. There's a few in the runnings, but I think there's a clear winner. Like, there's a Usain Bolt in the mix. You got to
0: define Maranatha for me. Like, how are you using that term? Because that's. That, like, that's in my mind,
1: help. I'm just thinking of, like, see, if I il- start illustrating it, the only thing that comes to mind is, like.
0: So, like, like, like charismatic, like church I fathers. Shine, Jesus, shine. Like, yeah. Okay. It has to be from the 80s. 80s, 90s. Um, Okay, 80s, 90s. That'll help. Um,
1: The worst.
0: What was the... uh, Oh, I've got it. I've got it. What is it? And these are the days of Elijah. Dude, that's the one! That's the one! I knew that's what you were thinking, man. (laughs) Days of Elijah, hands down. Oh, man. Yeah, that's the worst. The worst how days did you of Elijah,
1: know? uh it's like yeah. it's like we uh, we have days the same scars oh oh do we we do we <laughs> we have been heard all the grew same up ways. in like
0: 90s 90s uh, yeah 90s Bible camps
1: yeah I remember even as a kid being like I don't understand what this song is talking about yeah
0: yeah days of Elijah shine Jesus shine um oh oh uh do you remember the um uh, oh Blessed be the name of the Lord.
1: Yes. It's glorious. That wasn't nearly as bad as Days of Elijah. (laughs) You give and take away. (laughs) When that song came out, I thought, man, this thing is deep. Yeah, that's right. This is like (laughs) ending... I was like, man, this uh, this thing is just
0: oh man,
1: God talking from the whirlwind kind of junk. All right, I will give you
0: one more. I'll give you one Uh, more. Then we got to wrap this sucker up.
1: All right, if you could pick one of these two bands, like to pick one is to say that you wish the other never existed. Wow,
0: okay, that's okay.
1: Like, like, like Death Row. Like, one lives, one dies.
0: Holy smokes. Okay. DC Talk. Oh. Poor Newsboys. Oh. Man, you're going to make me pick which one of my children I want to live and which one of my children I want to die? Yes. (sighs) All right. If I have to pick one, DC Talk.
1: Whoa, ghost pick there! I think you I'm picked keeping, wrongly, but de- I'm defend DC Talk pick. Defend the pick.
0: Two words, Kevin Max. That boy's voice is amazing. It's gonna have to be DC Talk for me.
1: If if there was like rumors of a DC Talk reunion tour, would you be oh, like, yes, dude?
0: I'd be all about that. Yeah, I'd like unashamedly, <laughs> unironically, I want DC Talk to reunite and give us some more awesome music
1: at least one more album
0: at least one All more, right. like you know give us a farewell album come on
1: well dude you batted a thousand on that one well done
0: i appreciate that. that you know that was a good quiz i like you actually like like i like being on the receiving end of these more i feel like i'm always the one that's quizzing you <laughs>
1: it's because you're always astounded at how little i know
0: that's fair that's fair it does make it does make for some pretty good radio Well, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you very much for sticking with us, listening to this episode. Hopefully we didn't ramble too much. Uh, Really appreciate you all as listeners. Uh, If you would not mind, if you head on over to Patreon for the, uh, you know, under the cost of one coffee a month, you could become a Patreon supporter for us and help support the content that we're putting out. Uh, We would really, really appreciate it. It costs money to do this stuff. And um, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Uh, at reformatory pod new episodes come out every single thursday and thank you all for listening and looking forward to uh talking about the church coming up it's gonna be great out bye